I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, well, this is Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. We are live over at Craft Beer Cellar Houston, just on the north side of downtown. I'm John Denman. Tom Painter is a co-host. DJ Muskratch, the producer back here, if you're hanging out with us tonight, he's over there going to be spinning a bunch of beautiful, badass music for everyone. We're back. And hey, we're back. We're back after a little hiatus. Uh, we did take a, take a week off. Which is nice. Well, it was really weird because... Uh, uh, last Tuesday, I was sitting there just at the house, just enjoying. I was like, you know, I'm going to stay home and just relax. And I just, all of a sudden, I just opened up a beer. And it just it became natural. You know, that like Tuesday nights, I just, all of a sudden, just started drinking beer. Just talking to yourself in your living room and just having a good time. That's it. Had my dog sitting there interviewing the dog. I, I think it was the longest I've gone without seeing you in like, like in a minute. So when you showed up at the brewery Friday, I was like, I was like, oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Made up for the uh, yeah the only one or two beers Thursday. Made up for that Friday night at No Label. <laughs> which, Speaking of No Label, it looks a lot like yeah. this is what happened. If you're looking at the table right now, there's a lot of beers up here. Well, and, it's good because uh, you'll be drinking a lot of the same beers you drink Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> looking forward to hanging out because No Label is our guest for this week's show. We have Ryan Trailer, Jacob Asbill hanging out. What's up? What's up, guys? Oh, welcome, welcome to the Beer show. Drinkers. Yeah, I think it's uh, the first time for either one of you being on Drink of Ages. I don't think Jacob, you've ever been on the show, have you? I haven't. I avoided it as much as I could till this point. Until, until you were told you had to be here. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, it's, it's I'm enjoying it so far. conflicts for, for, for both of them up to this point. Yes. <laughs> and then we kept on, and then I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to bring the brewery on the show if I can't get these guys. Because this is getting like, you know. It's like a loop. Well, thank you for letting me endure my grandma's funeral. I'm glad to be here tonight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that, Jacob. <laughs> oh, man. Where do we go from here? You can uh, edit that out. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> just, just leave it. Uh, this, yeah, it's going to be part of it for now. You know, respect to the grandma. Remember, this was Tom's fault. Usually is. That's what uh, at least I excuse I use a lot. Yeah. But no, now not, now we're back. We're at Craft Beer Cellar. We've got we're in the middle of like so many beers that are on tap and so many beers are in bottles. And luckily today we got two good beers on tap. We have Up Up and Away and Cali Boy West Coast IPA. And for the first time on this show, we actually have the Cali Boy himself, Ryan Trailer, to talk about kind of the renaissance that's happening over in West Houston, over at No Label, with like like all this liquid, which uh, he's definitely put his stamp on from Cali Boy to El Carlito to Taco Season to Kevin's Mom to our latest malt liquor creation, uh, which is, it's all him. <laughs> you Sorry, put your stamp Sorry on Kevin. Kevin's Mom. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> It's always fun harvesting yeast off of Kevin's mom. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Which Kevin are you talking about? John, what what beer are you cracking open? Kevin's mom. 
if we're going to crack one open. I'm looking at Kevin's phone. That is... I don't know, man. Let's see. <laughs> oh, no, this is uh, some old Katie, 800. Yeah. So this is a true story. We, um, when we did the Maui Brewing show, Garrett over at, over at Maui Brewing, he had some, some craft malt liquor. And then the second I got back into town, I go straight to the brewery. I'm like, we should make some malt liquor. I run into Trailer, and Trailer's like, dude, you know what GBF just like made a category this year? What I think we should do? And I was like, it's like, like what is that? And he's like, malt liquor. And I was like, well, this is amazing. So this is what I was about to ask you to make. Yeah. Well, I had some it, of this on Friday, arrived. and looking forward to some more of this because it uh, it it's drinks super easy, like a malt liquor should. I think it just our palates have evolved a lot since we were like 21, right? Or I guess 16. Not about yeah, six. don't, don't you mean like 16, 17? <laughs> um, but yeah, I know it does taste a lot better than what I was used to growing up. But it definitely makes you feel the same. <laughs> so you know it's traditional. It works the way it's supposed to work. A nice traditional malt liquor. <laughs> yeah. Now there were many times, you know, that a quick little stop. We, the, the certain gas stations that would sell you beer when you were not 21. You know, you just run in and grab a bottle of some OE or. Some King Cobra or some <laughs> Red Bull, some two, some two eleven, uh, Red Dog. <laughs> I don't know what y'all Mickey's are doing. Big mouths. Give me Mickey's a, grenades. A lot of Mickey's. Yeah. Give me a Route Forty Four Ocean Water and uh, pull a Hey Mister with some guy that has a mullet, and I'll take two fifths of uh, MD Twenty Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the red and the blue. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, what? What we used to poison our, well, sit there and say what we used to poison our bodies with through high school. It's like, well, do the same thing now. It just tastes better. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. The, uh, my go-to of choice was a six-pack of Bud Ice. It was like the most alcohol for like, you know, Oof. amount of money. Because it was like a 6% beer. You can get like a six-pack for like like $4.50. It was like amazing. And what was it? Ice House. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of Ice House. Yeah. Three thirty-twos for five bucks. Mm-hmm. That was the gas station deal. <laughs> I did have a couple pints of this before we left the brewery today, and uh, I told Eric that this tastes too good to be a malt liquor. That we need to put it in green bottles and let it sit in the sun for a few days, right. and that way we can <laughs> readjust sure. our palate to. For sure. I mean, I I took the uh, Mexican lager out and let it like sit outside, get light struck, and it like. Tasted so traditional. <laughs> Afterwards, that's when I was analyzing that beer. I was like, "Man, something's wrong. It doesn't have." You need to put it in the back of the truck goodness. and drive around Houston for yeah. like a day and a half, and then <laughs> yeah. drink it. Yeah. But so, this yeah, is so. this is actually at GABF this year. This is an actual category mm-hmm. that people would be competing in for yep. like the first time. So you guys submitted this. Yes. We did. What other beers do you guys submit? Um, quite a few. Well, I mean, we, we maxed it out at six, so we got we got Cali Boy going in. Um, we got the Belgian Triple. We have Taco Season. We have the Malt Liquor. We have uh, Holidays, uh, Nut Brown Ale, and Oktoberfest. So, it's a decent wide, wide uh, th- three loggers. So, yeah, wide variety of categories. 
What about? It's like picking your best children, right? It's like they're all we brood good, our best but children some are better, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and, and then, like, going around the brewery, he's like, it's, it was like at one point, 1980, it was in, and then it was like drinking taco season. It's like, no, taco season has to has to be it. I'm just like, oh, you know, you love them both, but one has to go, and one has to stay. Hmm. It sounds like my house just recently <laughs> with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> one, one can stay, but one's leaving. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you guys going to go up there to Denver for the awards or CBC? Yeah, we'll be at CBC. Um, GBF is canceled, but the award ceremony is still going down. So, But, yeah, we'll be up there for CBC. So hopefully we come back with some hardware. But either way, we're stoked about what we're doing. So, Man, yeah, it was uh, Friday night. Yeah, I hadn't been to No Label in a little bit. So I had to catch up on all the new beers because you look at the menu and there was just it was full of new beers. And so every time it was like, all right, I'm about to, nope, one more. All right, yeah. about to, nope, one more. And just went through uh, pretty much all these on the table except for Cali Boy. Eddie Kolsch, what else was there? There was a lot. There was yeah, a red. There was a lot. ESB. The red ESB. IPA. Yeah. If you haven't been to No Label in a long time, you definitely need to roll out there and check it out. Yeah, you hadn't been since, I think, my birthday, where you and Stapleton were going. You were drinking those uh, triple IPAs, those hipster apocalypses. And, and he kept on saying, like, this is the last one. And then Stapleton was like, no, one more. And I was like, all right, good call. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we ended up locking the gate. <laughs> I, I always know when, uh, um, when it's Tom locking up the gate at night when I come in the next morning. <laughs> he locks it properly. It just sometimes the locks on the other side. It's like you know, there's a couple locks, like one code works on one and the other. It's like, oh, Tom must have locked up tonight. Yeah. He always does a great job, though. He makes sure it's locked. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be secure. I get real paranoid. I'm like, you That's know. That's the bare minimum, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I know Tom locked the gate because he's still there. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Or like the code is, you know, sixty-nine, sixty-nine, or eight zero zero eight. You know, something like that. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> the hard ones. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. <laughs> ah. Man. You don't understand the rust that exists on our lock and, and the dexterity it takes to perform 6969. That's quite the task. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, 68, 69 is not too, too, much, too bad either, but hey, well, Tom, will so you pass I, that I, big I, I can? I live in a, my, my address is like 123, and at one point, John was, like, John was at my house, is like, it really is 123. I thought you gave me a fake address. And I was like, no, this is, it's. <laughs> It's the way it is. Pass that, uh, some of that malt liquor over here. I feel like we need a brown bag for this big can. To make it official. Some branded brown bags. So, right, Rodney's over there going, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Like, Rodney is here, and, and, and Trailer had, and I had talked to that, like, well, if it does, you know, win a medal, we can get, like, a GABF-branded, like, brown bag or something to put over it. And <laughs> just, I just had all kind of ideas. <laughs> yeah, No Label Brewing Company, hanging out here at Craft Beer Cellar. Uh, 
So, Ryan, you came from San Diego. I did. Uh, to Houston. To San Antonio for a few months. I mean, and definitely then get out of that so, yeah. crappy San Diego weather and get <laughs> right, yeah. into some better situation. Oh, yeah, dude. Definitely. That's how I left San Diego. <laughs> Um, no, no, Houston's awesome though, man. San Diego is cool. I'm, I'm stoked to be out here brewing though. It's rad. Um, I mean, the, the can explains it all. It was me having a heat stroke. Melting. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm used to it, kind of, I guess. I'm still here kicking, brewing beer, so, and I plan on staying, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now that uh, San Diego, though, I mean, it's, it's a, we we're talking about this the other night, you know, I mean, it's definitely, it's changed a lot over the last 20 years and everything, but it's still just really, even 20 years ago, it was a badass place. And now you had all the Northern California people move down to Southern California, and now yeah. everyone in California is starting to move this direction. Yeah, dude, we, didn't, we can't do like wet cheese on our burritos. It's like a NorCal thing. We're like, no, when that starts coming to Southern California, we're, we're out. <laughs> um, yeah, San Diego's beautiful, man. It's a, it's a cool city. Surfing, beer, all kinds of cool stuff. You really, good, really awesome beer. Been down to Galveston sure. lately? I've never been to Galveston. Uh, you'll, you'll never go back to San Diego. That's right. <laughs> I've heard they got some pretty red swells. You uh, probably won't go back to San Diego because of the tetanus. Will I ever? <laughs> will I make it back to Katy? <laughs> Man, beautiful brown beaches, and where does the ocean really uh, begin and, and the beaches end? <laughs> yeah. Where the soot remains on your feet forever. Galveston. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's no. The Galveston's great. It's it's a lot of fun, and, and it actually has improved. The water's improved drastically from like 20 years ago, and there is some surf. I mean, it does happen yeah. once in a while. There's some you can get out there and ride some longboards. Uh, nice. Galveston is all we got, so it has like a special place in like the heart, right? So there's a good skate park down there too. Oh, there we go. I mean, I think at this point, just to see like some type of a break in like ocean, I'd be just really thrilled. <laughs> it's been well, it's Galveston, been like two years. Just just like nighttime, you just sit out there and you you can hear the waves breaking, you know. But it's just like one big washbowl. Yeah. So it's just, uh, but it sounds. It's still know, soothing, right? Soothing. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Let's. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna open up. We need to open up some more beers this next segment. You guys are taking your time over there. Yeah. We get back. We'll talk more with No Label Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages Radio. Your craft beer seller. We'll be right back. Pirates of the Mediterranean going Everybody's always looking out for self. 
G'day all, Sean here from Platypus Brewing, located a stone's throw from downtown off Washington Avenue. I'd like to invite you out for some pints from our on-site brewery, paired with our cracking food. From house-smoked barbecue, the best fish and chips in town, chicken wings with our in-house crafted special sauces to pale ales, IPAs, sours and stouts. We even have great Aussie wine and local ciders, so there's something for everyone. Family friendly, both human and the four-legged kind. Platypus Brewing, brewed with Texan heart and Australian soul. Platypusbrewing.com this week's brewer ops at True Anomaly are Will Stop, a Fooder Age Saison Ill, Light Oak, Touch of Tart, and a Mellow Funk. Another release, Mirror, it is a Belgian Golden Strong Ill aged 18 months in cognac barrels. Last, Starport Jamboree, it is a Tart Golden Strong Ill aged 18 months in port barrels. And if you're heading out to watch the Astros or Dynamo, stop by for a beer before the game, or just hang out and watch it in the tap room. Trivia every Tuesday and steak night every Thursday. Check out their website at trueanomalybrewing.com. The most fun and good times beer fest is back happening November 11th through the 13th at Katie Mills Mall featuring multiple stages of live music, food trucks, multiple party zones, and of course, lots of beers to try. Over 600 if we are counting. VIP is where you want to be, but general admission is still a great time. Get your tickets today for Wild West Brewfest November 11th by going to wildwestbrewfest.com, one of the premier brewfests in the country, wildwestbrewfest.com. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. It's $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on draft, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose. It's time to get on the highway to Hemp Vodka. Highway Vodka, Texas's first hemp-based vodka and black-owned distillery, is already on the highway to Houston's best vodka. Trust me, I make it. I'm Cody Fuller, the lead distiller of Highway Vodka. Our award-winning vodka is made out of three simple ingredients, hemp, corn, and water. We distill it six times, keeping only the hearts of the run, meaning no hangovers. You can find Highway in all the major liquor stores. Get on the highway and find out more info at highwayvodka.com. Back. This is Drinking Ages Radio Show here. ESPN 97.5, hanging out at Craft Beer Cellar, Northside Downtown. Uh, if you haven't been over here, come check this place out. A lot of beers on tap, a lot of beers to go, and some pretty excellent food as well. So, Tom, you and your gang's hanging out with us this week. No label brewing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and. Uh, Ah, the sound of a beer can opening. So a few sounds that you know you hear that you know exactly what it is, and beer can's one of them. When a can opens, unless it's a tuna can. Tuna can doesn't make the same sound. You don't it, think so? No, it makes it has more of a. I love the refreshing you? sound of a tuna can opening. Oh, the refreshing aroma. Oh, a good tuna refreshing. can. What I say? Huh? <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> I got sidetracked. So, Jacob. Sir. You're new to the team also. Okay. Fairly, yeah. Fairly. Six months-ish. Has it gone? Has it been that long, huh? Yeah, give or take. 
Whew, man, so before this, so what were you doing? Before this, uh, I was at Silver Eagle Distributors, hanging out on the craft beer side of things, surviving COVID by shoving Bud Light 25-ounce cans onto time-wise shelves. It's good stuff. During that time, I noticed that like in a lot of stores, the craft beer sections were shrinking, and a lot more Bud Light, Miller Light was being put in its place. That wasn't necessarily on purpose. Uh, I mean, the, the can shortage definitely hurt a lot of uh, micro suppliers. Um, you know, even, even we at No Label had problems finding cans till Tom miraculously came up with a solution uh, to team up with our uh, can aberration. Is that what it was called? Yes. With Eighth Wonder? Yes. Uh, where they supplied us with some cans. But, like, yeah, any, any shrinking that you saw in the craft beer side of things during the, the pandemic, it wasn't like AB coming in saying, we're going to put more stuff on the shelf. Uh, it was just, like, aluminum bottle shortages that were killing craft suppliers all on their own. I'm sure it didn't make AB very mad. No, <laughs> no, they weren't upset that Corona, Modelo, uh, you know, Bud Light, McUltra all got... 24, 50 feet of placement. Wait, wait, wait. I, I read an article that uh, like people weren't buying Corona. Like that, that actually sales dropped during Corona. I mean, we couldn't keep it on the shelf at SED, so. I've been drinking it. Yeah. But I never really stopped. I thought that was part of the vaccine, was <laughs> like much. an 18 pack of Corona a day keeps the COVID away. Keeps all the COVID away. But it gives you a lot of other things. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then trailer. You when did uh, when did you start over? No label, dude. During the shutdown, for sure. Hired during COVID. <laughs> uh, August, dude. It was almost a year ago. Um, August 11th. So I actually moved to Katie on August 1st last year. So it's been a little over a year. But yeah, August 11th, dude. We're coming up on one year and. We got a lot of new beers. And where did you work in, like, what were we doing before this? Um, so I was up in San Antonio at Flick's Brewhouse um, for a few months until COVID shut that, that, them down. Uh, prior to that, I, um, I brewed at Carl Strauss Brewing Company, um, oldest brewery in San Diego. And then before that, I was brewing at uh, South Park Brewing. Um, like sister brewery of Monkey Paw, which is a little bit more famous brewery from the San Diego area. But yeah, that's where I started. Um, I started doing like cellar work at Monkey Paw and then moved over to South Park and started doing cellar work and bumped up, started brewing, became head brewer. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Dreams do come true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I resigned from my job of 12 years at the library where I was like in a pretty good position and my family was like, dude, he's, this guy's like not making a good decision. I was like, I don't care. I mean, my, my wife totally supported me through it. That's why I'm here. Um, but uh, yeah, my family, they look, they're like probably, now they're like, oh, I guess it was a good decision. But you had to take the jump, right? You had to take that leap. It's what I wanted to do. And if I didn't try, I would have never known. So that's true. Let's do it. But yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, it, it worked out really, really well from our perspective. Like, uh, 
Uh, yeah, we're extremely uh, happy that he quit the library and ended up in Houston, sweating his balls off. Well, yeah, we can just edit a bunch of like the middle stuff out. Like, quit the library, just go to Houston, right? <laughs> well, back in the day, I quit the library and trekked all the way east to Houston, right? Texas, for gold. <laughs> Found me a concrete pond in the backyard. Exactly. I heard so, there's gold in those flat fields. Right. <laughs> well, our previous brewer had had you know, got stressed out from COVID, and he just you know he he moved on. He said he's at Great Heights now, making delicious liquid. But in that middle, because it was during a time when you know we had it was like there were no bars to distribute to. The tap room was closed. We're li- living on only cans that we can't actually get. <laughs> and then uh, and, and then we had and then we had no bre- brewer. And there was, there was this week in July. I was like, well, you know, what else can happen? I mean, I mean, it's not. And then talking to Rodney, like, like one day, Rodney Campbell, the uh, he was like, you know, instead of just hiring from the same pool that everyone hires out of, maybe just cast a larger net and just change the equation. And so we did that with Brewbound, and Brewbound sent stuff, you know, everywhere, and and it, it syndicates all their stuff through all the job forums, and then found a guy from San Diego that just happened to be in uh, San Antonio and. Yada yada yada. <laughs> it all it all turned out really well for us. I agree. Thanks, Rodney. We appreciate you. <laughs> Which is why you know is that part of the reason why No Label has such a great merch game? We're <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. forever in debt, literal debt. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. No, no, it's and, cool. and ever since, it's just been like, and right off the bat, right, with Cali Boy, it was one of those moments that was like, he's making this beer, and then, uh, you know, a, a resume is only so much, but the first beer out of the tank, I mean, that's how you'll, I remember this moment of sipping the beer, and then be like, oh, thank God, and then just like, <laughs> because, I mean, you don't know. <laughs> it's true. What's on paper doesn't always you know, equal what's coming in the glass. <laughs> And, yeah, and everyone's coming from, a, like, a brewery with a, a team and all this, so it's like you don't know until you know. And then it's, like, quite the relief. And then everything since then. And then, and then like, you know, someone will be like, hey, that beer is good. I was like, I know they're all good. Okay, now, I mean, I'm over it now. <laughs> now make more beer. Right. That's what but, I'm here to do. But, that, but the taco season, what we're doing right now, we, don't, we don't, made a very small batch of it, but I continue to, like, it's the only thing I drink. And I'm drinking it until it's gone. Dan, I, I drank mine until it's gone. Will you pass that can back, <laughs> if you don't mind? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, taco season. I tra- got to taste it. Traditional international pale lager, um, or as most people know, Mexican-style lager. <clears throat> may taste awkward to you because it's not skunked, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. It's just what people aren't used to. <laughs> Don't need to squeeze a lime in it. You definitely squeeze a lime in it. It will not offend me. I'm gonna say you can it, salt it the rim too, any. dude. I encourage it. Well, that's where, uh, honestly, here they keep popping up the screen and they're making micheladas on the TV, and it's like, man, that would make a pretty killer michelada. You should have brought more taco season, Tom. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's a very easy drinking beer, uh, very low hops, like very very little hops, much yeah. more on the malt side, but it's not sweet malty. For sure, it's like a, essentially just pilsner malt and flaked corn. 
and uh, Czech saws hops. Pretty simple recipe. It's all about the technique, I like to say, not necessarily the, uh, I mean, ingredients are a big part, but also technique is a big part, and, you know, lager brewing, it's, it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> I don't get to do it much. We have a couple of small tanks that we get to mess around with, and um, they just take up tank space for so long that we, we don't get to do as many. But when they do come out, they're always, like, I, I love the clean, crisp, refreshing drinkability of, of like, pretty much any lager. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty, pretty basic chill recipe, man. Like, uh, just the process of it and like a two and a half month from like fermentation to like end lagering process to packaging. So yeah. Very shotgunnable. <laughs> Jacob. I don't know that I would jab a knife into the glass and chug from the bottom of it, but yeah, uh, if it were, I would shotgun the shit out of this. The 32-ounce can. I, I don't have the, the space in, in the basura to, to chug that. It's <laughs> my trash can. Right uh, yeah. Yeah. This is my basura. I don't, you know, mm. it's just me. No, this is really good. Uh, over there... <clears throat> Since you've been there, trailer, yeah, it definitely has seen um, the beers change a little bit, and a lot, a lot of new beers coming out, a whole lot of new beers. Uh, only a few of them really make it out to the grocery store, like distributing. Cali Boy, you can find on the shelves. 1980 Kolsch, you can find out there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, 1980, you know, it, it's been trailers definitely fine tuned it, and the thing is, you know, with I mean, Jacob can speak more to this, but, you know, we, we set that calendar of all the beers we we're going to release, like, you know, six months beforehand. So that calendar was being set for 2021 as 2020 was kind of, you know, midway as Trailer was just coming on. That's, that's the major thing about Trailer coming on is uh, that when you're, when you're setting up, you know, as a brewery trying to push your beers into the market, you have to have plenty of foresight to, to plan and schedule what brews you're going to put into the stores and into the bars. So we had only scratched the surface of what he could do as a brewer with Cali Boy before we really dove into things like Taco Season, Kevin's Mom, uh, Holiday's Nut Ale. Um, Murky you know, Myers. Uh, Mur yeah, <laughs> the, the list could endlessly continue until we ran out of time. Um, that being said, in 2022... Uh, you can definitely count on seeing plenty of these beers hit the market either in draft or package or both. Um, we're actually working on the 2022 season right now. Uh, Kevin's Bomb, I can guarantee you, will be in your mouth at some point <laughs> next year. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're really excited about uh, Holiday's Nut Brown Ale. Yes. Being our kind of, you know, holiday focus for next year. Um, we've got a lot of really cool things that we're going to be dropping next year. And it's, it's difficult for, for us as a team to be like, we have all this really cool liquid to put in your mouth, but you're just going to have to be patient with us so that we can do it right and make sure that when it hits your mouth, when Kevin's bomb goes in your mouth, that... It will be done correctly and, and well thought out for us as a company. 
Very well put. <laughs> I cannot hey, tell hey, you. That. I cannot tell you how excited I am for when for when Kevin's mom comes out of the cooler. <laughs> like when it goes into your mouth, you will be absolutely impressed this poor how woman. delicious Kevin's mom is. <laughs> well, and I'm good. here for this. This next segment, when we open up this one. <laughs> oh, what do we got there? Uh, a little bit of Kevin's mom. <laughs> hmm. We, we, let's save that for the third segment. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, a good finisher. I have a feeling my tires will be slashed the next time my car is parked at the brewery. And Kevin's Jeep is there. Those, those two things will coincide perfectly. You guys named a beer Kevin's mom. I mean, really, what jokes did you expect to come out of this? Well, it's uh, their fault. Yes, uh, originally, Trailer and I were having a back and forth about names, and then Trailer basically we were at a disagreement. Trailer was like, well, what do you want to call it? Just, you want to call it just Kevin's mom? I was like, that's a great name. I can market that name. I can do stuff with it. And then, so, and then it kind of just spiraled from there. We well, can tell the background story of Kevin's mom while we were drinking it and how it came out. That way, people understand, right? People are probably wondering. Do you do it now or the next segment? It's up to you. We're talking to right now, yeah. Okay, dude, yeah, so Kevin's mom, very nice lady. Uh, I met her when Callie Boy got released, and she approached me. She was like, hey, I'm Kevin's mom. Are you Callie Boy? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I heard there's Callie Boy, but it's not available yet. Can I try some? Because I like West Coast IPA. I'm like, yeah, dude, I can get you like a, t- a taste of it. And then so every time we was just like, hey, when I'd see her, like, hey, Kevin's mom, Kevin's mom, because she introduced herself as Kevin's mom. So one day me and Tom were chilling at a table. She walked up. We were just like, hey, Kevin's mom. And then that was the start of it. And then, yeah, like Tom was saying, was we like, couldn't. You wanted to name it like Creatures of the Sea or it was something. something like, yeah, I, mean, I don't remember. I was just, yeah. like, just like, I don't know what I can do with this. This is like, I'm trying to like envision this. And then finally, yeah, trailer was just like, well, you, we can just want to call it Kevin's. And I was like. I was like, oh, American Pie, yada, yada. You know, I can, and, and then so many, there's so many Kevins out there with moms. <laughs> <laughs> but there is only one Kevin's mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. This beer is specifically for one Kevin's mom. And so Kevin does, Kevin, Kevin there is a real Kevin. He does work at our tap room, and people go up to him all the time, and... And they're like, I'll take some of your mom, and yada. And he, and he just kind of like, he just kind of nods his head. He's like, yeah. I mean, it's like a point of pride for him. And his, we had a, this big Kevin's mom poster made, and, and they both were like, one day I'm walking around the, 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 the our yard, and they're both with it, like his mom and Kevin, and, and his family's there, and they're all taking pictures with it. And I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> Actually, when my mom was visiting, I got a picture of me and Kevin with our moms. Rare occasion. Right? <laughs> that's, that's nice. So, yeah. Basically, for the next segment, uh, the, the flavor of Kevin's mom will be proven when we crack that can. I can't wait to put it in my mouth. <laughs> Kevin is going to hate me by the end of 2022. I promise you that. For that, let's take a break. And, you know, that way we can get to Kevin's mom faster. Everybody wants to. This is Drink of Ages and Kevin's mom. Nostalgia. Las Vegas nights. New York City, Times Square. Hollywood, California. 
are a great time to check out Megaton Brewing in Kingwood. Jared, Chris, and the gang have created a badass place to kick back and enjoy a few beers. Big stouts, approachable sours, and plenty of hoppy brews are on tap at Megaton. Lots of space to hold your birthday party, corporate outing, or any event in one of the most unique tap rooms in the Houston area. Check them out on social media for their concert and event schedule. Megaton Brewery. Hope to see everyone at the vault. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer, Trailer, bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Tap room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases, No Label Brewing Company. Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. This Drink of Ages radio show here at Crapper Cellar downtown. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter. We're hanging out with Ryan Trailer and Jacob Massville, No Label Brewing Company. Yo, and about to dive into some Kevin's mom. Face first. Hopefully the jokes continue. <laughs> How deep is that, Ken? Uh, this, this can goes deep. Real deep. It's a lot of Kevin's mom that you have in your hand. <laughs> that, that, She's that, a handful. That's a full pour of Kevin's mom. Oh, Lord. Kevin's mom. But, yeah, so the, but the liquid is actually delicious. And, um, and we, 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 have a, we have a label that's um, not the Crowler, but we actually have a label for the regular 12-ounce cans. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful, it's, a, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's Josh made rest in peace. Well, all day, and he, and he, and he, and he's playing Finch essentially in the American Pie, and he's sitting with, with a woman that would be Stilford's mom or Kevin's mom, and with a with his nice camera and a, a fucked up pie. <laughs> Explain that one more time. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't do it. Kevin's mom is trying to put her liquid into our former media manager's there mouth. There we go. <laughs> while a picture of her and her son hang above them. 
It's, uh, it's a perfect blend of The Graduate versus uh, American Pie. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not awkward at all. That explanation was on point. You're the one who's going to have to sell into the market. So. <laughs> Mrs. Kevin's mom. I think you're trying to seduce me. I keep uh, wanting to sing a song. Kevin's mom got it going on. Somebody sang that to me in the bathroom while I was relieving myself. <laughs> I was actually thinking about Kevin's mom while doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, it's an Kevin, IPL. Kevin's mom, yeah. Uh, why, don't we, so why don't we talk a, about the, uh, the actual beer itself? It's a, essentially a tweaked version of a beer that I brewed in San Diego to make it more like, you know, to no labels and not something I did in the past. But yeah, it's a, essentially, it's a West Coast IPA fermented with lager yeast, so it's cold conditioned. Um, yeah, it's like 65 IBU, so it's got like that nice bitterness punch, but not like too crazy. I still want the Pilsner malt to shine in there like a lager, but also have it have um, like that hot profile that a West Coast IPA has. So it drinks bitter, but also crisp, refreshing. Um, you get like that nice little bready Pilsner malt profile, but 100% Simcoe hop. So it's like, I like to compare it to um, like the little, like the clear gummy bear. Um, just like super like pungent, like grapefruit. Um, like, yeah, it's, uh, I enjoy it, man. It's like a six and a half percent beer, pretty crushable for its ABV. And uh, just a, a style of beer I've always liked to brew and I, that I really like to drink. Essentially, that's what I, I make a lot of stuff that I like to drink, unless they're asking me to brew something otherwise. And then I'm just making beer that I dig. And, it, you know, I'm glad to see people digging it, too. So. I mean, a lot of trailer stuff, is, it, it's highly crushable, but within high ABV. I mean, when a couple months back when we were drinking that hipster apocalypse, which, which was this, what was ABV on that? 12.1. It was a 12.1% yeah. triple IPA. And, and uh, I remember I was looking at John, and John's like, hmm, my hairs are standing up. What, what is this? <laughs> just like, As I chugged the second one. <laughs> I remember the first time I drank Hipster Apocalypse, uh, I did my, my typical, like, take a shot of tequila face and just went, Burr. Like, it, it really put me back on my butt. Uh, and, true, like, Hipster Apocalypse is truly a beautiful beer in itself. Just Thank you. To add on to another, like, level of what you're doing here. Thank you, man. That's a, that's a one-time-a-year beer. Um, I brew it around, like, when uh, Pliny releases their uh, triple IPA. So that's kind of the, in San Diego, that was when everybody brewed theirs. There was always, like, huge, like, uh, Pliny competitions where you'd send, like, beers, kind of see people blind judge against Pliny because, I mean, like, you know, Pliny was, like, the quintessential... Double IPAs, triple IPAs, like Russian River's killing it for sure. Um, but yeah, I like uh, the beers heavily inspired by Russian River's beers. Uh, not trying to copy them in, in any way. It's my own stuff. It's just like the only thing that's really similar is like we just try to nail that ABV for triple IPA, and then like the hops are just kind of a. I got I got my hop profile I do for mine, and everybody else has got there for their theirs for their and theirs and yeah. It's it's a it's a fun beer, man. Yeah, this San Diego. There's what? I mean, how many breweries are in San Diego now? Dude, I don't even know. I haven't been there in like two years, but it was like a hundred and like forty or something. 
I, I thought it was one, well over 200. I mean, dude, this sure is when is I left now, like yeah. two years ago. Yeah, I think it was like up to 140, maybe 150. But um, yeah, it could have been a little more than that at that time. But yeah, I'm sure it's well over 200. I don't really like, um, I don't really follow the San Diego beer industry anymore. So I'm just. He's moved I'd, on. I've moved on. Well, it's, I, just, I, yeah. it's, it's amazing that, you know, because San Diego is not a. It's not really like a big city. You know I mean, it is a big city, but it's nothing compared to like Houston, where no, we have either. 70, and we have to include all the way from Magnolia to Galveston to to get that. Dude, There's, you can literally like space in between to fill up. Like we've talked about. This yeah, before. for sure. That's a good thing about here. One of the reasons I'm here, man. There's lots of room for growth, lots of expansion, and that just means more awesome beer, right? That's in my that's my hope. Um, but yes, yeah, um, San Diego, you could. Like, go to certain neighborhoods, man, and, like, if it wasn't, like, a, literally, like, a walk from, like, one brewery to another, it was, like, a, f- like, five or so minute drive to another one, like, in, in specific communities. There's, like, brewing areas, like, North Park, San Diego, like, the huge, like, craft beer scene. Like, I was in South Park, south of North Park. Clever name. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Um... But yeah, so like you ever you go to, out to San Diego, and again I haven't been there in almost two years, so I like I can't speak for it. I, uh, well, you go out there now, it could be a ghost town. I have no clue. I know a lot of breweries and like bars have like closed down since I've left, and and like um, it sucks for sure. I think it's uh, so. you know you mentioned that uh, you guys were brewing a triple IPA, and so like like a lot of breweries were brewing double IPAs, triple IPAs kind of go with the Pliny release. That's a lot of double, triple IPAs around the city. I think we need to do that here in Houston. Oh, dude, so we would have, like, you know, 30-plus breweries enter this, and then, like, you'd, we'd go do, like, blind tastings and then, like, have the release at the end so you'd get to see, like, what you judged, basically who picked what they thought was the best. So it's more so a consumer, but also heavily industry people who are involved in it. But, like, it's also, it was open to consumers, too. It's, like, anybody who wanted to get in on it, come and judge it, blind taste them. It's really read out like a consumer's aspect on it compared to like, you know, beer judges too. They're, they're both good to know. I mean, the consumer's ultimately the one buying your beer. So it's good to know what they think of it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely want to, I mean, it's great to get a, a beer judged and all this stuff and you know, a score bag, but I've also seen scorecards come back that said, horrible hot profile combination when it's a single hot beer. So, yeah. you know, and just. Exactly, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more of, yeah, you, you drink it, do you like it? Yes. All right, that's good. Exactly, right? Sometimes that's a good good perspective to have because that's who we want to please in the end, right? I'm a beer judge, and I'm sure people don't care about what I think, but, like, I'm sure they care when I go and buy their beer and drink it more so than about how I'm going to analyze it. Like well, if, I'm, one, if I'm buying it, it's obviously good, you know? Kevin's mom is, has been my go-to. At no label, at least to start off with. Like before I even look at the menu, I just walk over. Like I need, give me some of Kevin's mom, and that's what I don't know. Probably at least the last five or six times I've been to the yeah. brewery, that's been like where I start off with. And then, then I have to look at the menu to see what's new and what else to try. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. I mean, they've all been pretty good. Kevin's mom's definitely. She she comes in the tap room. She like she blows out. She comes in the tap room again. She blows out. She comes in the tap room again. She blows out. Keeps on making more of it. It's fantastic. The uh, it's just been the past few months have been. We've talked about this. We actually had Val on the show, 
uh, about a month and a half ago for, for our Spa Day IPA, which is kind of, it was the first collab for them, and it's in Trailer's first collab in, like, in the city. And uh, the whole experience just went, to, to sum it up, it went gangbusters. <laughs> like, 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 they, like, like Valentin's, they sold out everything in under a week. We sold out everything in, like, in under a week. That beater was like, it was so sessionable and delicious, and then it was gone. And it was just kind of a perfect, because, you know, Trailer came back. I really feel sorry. For, when he, or he came to Houston, it was like, hey, when do all the brewers get together and all that stuff? It's like, oh, we all get out together at the Guild. It's like, when's the Guild? Oh, yeah, they're, they're not happening right they're now. They're not happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then You'll they always happen when I'm, like, super time. busy, right? <laughs> I mean, I would have been on the show a while ago when I had the opportunity. It's just like, man, it's hard to get out there and, you know, doing all the stuff at No Label and get out there. But, yeah, I need to get out there and meet people. I'm excited to, to meet the people out here. And There's a lot of really good beer in Houston. There's a lot of really great beer, and I'm stoked to be a part of it for sure. So out there at No Label, West Side, West West Side, Katy area. Uh, I mean, you guys over the last year, right? I know, man. Sight. West H10, dude. Throwing out all these gang signs up here. Uh, I don't know that it's gang signs so much it is or arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> he can still throw them down pretty good, though. Yeah. They, my, make, they make my braces for those. Right. <laughs> for that quick surgery. I mean, I'm still on the west side, right? San Diego to West Houston. Yeah. I've never left. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people, when, uh, you know, in Houston, they're like, oh, yeah, go to Katie. You're like, go to California. What are you talking about? It's too far of a drive. Are you going to Dude, Austin? it is way too far of a drive. I'll never make it again. That's why I'm not leaving. I'm not going back that way. Done. <laughs> you have to, if you do go back, you have to get a job back in San Antonio. Then one in El Paso, yeah, I got to backtrack, dude. Yeah. I might stop in New Mexico. I don't know. Their, yeah. their food was pretty legit. Las so, Vegas for yeah. a few years. Oh, for sure. Ve- yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, that's the yeah, whole maybe. thing. Vegas. But... <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> don't even get me started on Vegas. I don't want to talk about Vegas. It's a whole other show. <laughs> uh, right? I know we've had some of these conversations about Vegas. It's pretty exciting stuff. No. So Kevin's no, <laughs> no. No. When it comes to Vegas, just give me a syringe of fentanyl and let me be on my way. Uh, we'll get you a syringe of Kevin's mom. Yeah. yeah. Give me all of Kevin's mom. Um, no, you know, when it comes to No Label, uh, I, I think the, the the gospel needs to be spread a little harder by our fan base. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, in the in the craft beer nerd scene of Houston, there's a lot of uh, shady talk and ill will spent towards uh, some of the other older breweries, including us in the Houston area. Like, we're, we're Harris County's third oldest brewery uh, when... When he really comes down to it, and us as a team, uh, with a trailer coming on, with me, with our two new sales reps, Tom at the the, the head of the ship, um, we're we're definitely trying to reinvent the wheel as as it is conceived for No Label, um, and I think the more people put things like Kevin's mom in their mouth, or Cali Boy, or the way the way that trailer has has completely. Uh, fine-tuned 1980 El Jefe side haze um, you know all of these beers were 
were good to begin with, uh, like the, speaking of the core of No Label, but now we, it's kind of like No Label's finally hit puberty, and we've come into ourselves, wow, phrasing. Uh, but Betrayler is taking us to that, that next level of, of what it means to be craft beer in Houston, especially being one of the, the OGs of craft beer in the Metroplex. Thank you, Asbel. Oh, <laughs> very special. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm about to tear up, dude. I'm here to spread the gospel. Well, and, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, as much love as we give all the craft beer nerds, as you put it, you know, in the Houston area and all that, they're not the ones that keep the lights on. I don't want your producer to have to uh, bleep out a 30-second rant on, on my honest opinion of your typical beer nerd, but it would just be a continuous tone. Um, <laughs> feel free to ask me in my free time. <laughs> Because, because when, when Kyle rates a, a, like a, a world-class Pilsner as one star or on untapped, I want to punch him in the face. Um, you know, you're, when the, the, the approaching, like, like what you were saying about you being a beer judge trailer is, is absolutely important because there are people who can decipher what is wrong in a beer, finding diacetyl, finding uh, you know, fine-tuned problems in the production of a beer but when you, when you go out of your way to rate a beer one star on some social media platform, uh, like my, my constant go-to is Pilsners because I am such a Pilsner fan. When you go out of your way to rate a Pilsner at one star because you don't like Pilsners, f*** yourself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, there is quality in simple beer. There is beauty in simple beer. Yeah, man. Uh, it's appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. Uh, it's been fun here at Craft Beer Cellar. We've got to wrap the show up, though. So, uh, nolabelbrew.com, any other social media stuff. Go out there and make comments on the, the latest post about the rules. It's, it's a good yeah. time. Follow me at uh, Jake from No Label no, on Instagram. Too much. We also uh, have a sour IPA coming out that I forgot to mention that's going to be aged in a barrel that has that Houston has never seen before. Yeah. Uh -oh. And that first de those details barrel. will get released later. Yeah. So. Hmm. <laughs> I guess well, they'll leave teaser. That's a really yeah, good it, teaser. It, it, there you it's, go. a, it's a teaser. I'll bring some by because uh, as you guys have to go, I must stay here with, with John always, <laughs> hand in hand, week after week. Uh, <laughs> may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> I want to thank deliver. everybody who came out tonight <laughs> to grab your cellar, man, to come hang out for this week's Drink of Ages show. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, man, Apple something, the Amazon. Internet. Internets. <laughs> Internets. Uh, don't mention th those DJ Muskratch. <laughs> My mom listens. <laughs> if you want to find us on OnlyFans, <laughs> uh, got to pay this bill somehow, guys. All right, everybody be safe, and we'll be back next week at Craft Beer Cellar. Come hang out with us. Everybody be safe. Talk to you later.